Hello everyone and welcome to a mini episode of Breaker and BS. Yay! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you sound so enthusiastic. Yeah. <laughs> for for yeah. those who don't know, I'm Gable. This is Dave. I'm Dave. Piece of shit. That's me. Um, and we're gonna talk about some wrestling. We're gonna talk about uh, normally we cover the New Japan Ring of Honor, uh, the, the the stuff that's not really covered by that uh big WWE umbrella that everyone wants to, yeah, that's to what, hide under. That's what we normally do, and uh, many episodes are just random things. Uh, this mini this mini episode is going to be uh, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4. Yeah, fu- funny enough, we don't normally talk about WWE, but we're going to this time. Yeah, but it gets a mini episode because it's not worthy of anything more. It's, but, it's, uh, but, but, but... It is part of the wrestling world, so it is worth it talking is. about. But make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel, Breakroom BS. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Breakroom BS One. Do all those other things. Make sure you donate money to us uh, through the anchor link. I mean, do you don't have to. We just re- would appreciate it. That'd be pretty sweet. You don't have to. Yeah, yeah. Required. No one's no one's forcing your hand here. I if you don't, I, I this is a threat. Do it. This is a this is. <laughs> well, we won't talk to you for a whole week. Yeah, you're fired. All right. Um. Um, so yeah, this is going to be uh, TakeOver Brooklyn 4, so um, this is just going to be a, a quick a quick review slash results I, type thing. I feel like we came off as super annoying. We do? Yeah. I don't fucking right here, care. Just like, all jumpy and shit. What are you talking about? I just feel like we, we were all jumpy and shit during that. Whatever. We're good. I, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm not going to restart. I'm just saying, if I was listening to a podcast for the first time, and both the hosts are shouting into the microphone. How are we shouting? Not Dude, shouting. Whenever we, we all... listen, whenever we listen to the test, it's like a very all right normal sound. And isn't that on high? Mm, yeah, that's on high, right? Yeah. So I liked when I record them on the laptop. I like to make it so it's loud. So like they have the option of making it loud if they want. Did you want your Mountain Dew? No. I'm, I'm, I'm saving my... that for later. Right. Get us, uh, get us in. You're a douche. Okay. Um, so after listening. To the commentary on this NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4, I've come to the conclusion that NXT has the worst commentating of all current wrestling right now. Dude, I'm... I... My... My... my, I'm gonna just go ahead and jump jump to my overall, like, opinion of the show. The show was fucking fantastic. The the in-ring performance was amazing, in my opinion. But... and I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, I'd really fucking love to jump back on the NXT, but I can't listen to this dude fucking shout into my ear the entire match, every match. Well, let's listen, let's, 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 okay, so we have three commentaries. We have Mara Ranallo, who screams and makes retarded references and then screams more after that. You have Nigel McGuinness, who just has, to me, an annoying accent, I just don't want to listen to him, and all he does is point out just the obvious so he doesn't really have much. And then you have Percy Princeton Pringle, or whatever his name is, who doesn't do anything. He's worthless. He adds nothing. Yeah. So at least on Raw and SmackDown, you have Corey Graves. Dude, Corey He's Graves. someone good. I love Corey. Dude, I, I watched that, that Corey Graves uh, versus Roman Reigns match. Yeah, I mean, it, was, that. it wasn't anything exciting, but it was interesting seeing Corey Graves wrestling. Yeah, he's a good guy. I like him. We're friends. Uh, the <laughs> first match we have is Mustache Mountain versus Undisputed Era for the tag titles. I have missed the Undisputed Era since not watching NXT, though. Dude, I, I fucking... I'm right there with you. Yeah. They, uh... Adam Cole and his his just fun in, in-ring energy. Yeah. Um... I like him. 
I don't remember. I mean, I think Broderick Strong was just like joining Undisputed Era when we were leaving. So yeah, that's the, that is accurate. Yeah, that was the, the last takeover we watched, I believe. Ah, oh, that was that was a good one too. I don't. I mean, obviously we there's reasons why we left, but it sucks. Um, so there's a, NXT. Yeah, it's terrible. It's the announcing that sucks. Yeah, plus all the in ring action too is pretty bad. No, I hate you. <laughs> why? Uh, uh, Bates is, uh, there's a couple, uh, notes I have about Bates in this. This dude is strong as fuck. There's a spot where he's doing an airplane, airplane spin and a giant leg spin at the same time. I'm like, fuck, this guy's strong. There's another part where he has a guy on his back giving him a sleeper hold. And he fucking German suplexes another dude as the guy's on his back. Like, that dude is strong as fuck. Shit. Um, so this I thought was really stupid. So you watched the whole show, right? Yeah. Okay. So, I guess this is set up from a previous match where Trent was in a submission, and Bates threw in the towel, so they lost. So towards the end of this one, Bates is in a submission, and Trent like goes out and grabs the towel, and he's standing on the apron, and he's trying to decide if he's going to throw the towel in or not, and end the match. Mm-hmm. And he just ends up throwing it into the crowd because he's going to end the match. Why doesn't he just run in and kick the fucker off of him like everyone yeah. does in every other tag match? Yeah, I don't know. I was like, why is all of a sudden towels are coming into play? This is dumb. There's a lot of focus going into this fucking towel. Yeah. Just like, dude, just fucking go up and give him a good kick to the dome. Yeah, the dome, the, the balls. The dome piece. Even if you want to be TVPG, right in the asshole, you know? That didn't make sense. Um, For violence? Yeah. For language? Yeah, yeah, for both. Uh, there's a nice total elimination by under by Undisputed Era at the end, which the commentators seem to refuse to call it by its name, which is the finishing move where they do a leg sweep and a heel kick at the same time, uh, which is a cool move. And then Undisputed Era won by pinfall, and there are still the champs. And then we had who came out, Gable, to, to spoil uh, the party. War Machine. No, no, the War Raiders. <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> Iron Man. I mean... <laughs> The Avengers came out with me when here. First of all, it was dumb they changed their name. Second of all, I don't really like the team anyway. I just think I, I'm not like the, they're like the Bludgeon Brothers. They're two big dudes with beards. Yeah, that kick ass, and I'm like, it, it, it's okay. something we've seen a lot of in the company. Dude, I mean, with a different look, but it's Authors of Pain. It's the, you know, it's it's two monster guy like two monster guys that just like destroy, and I'm like. You need more layers than that, man. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I'm right there with you on that one. Uh, from what I heard, I mean, I guess since it's in that setting, it's definitely tiresome to someone like us who've seen who've seen that already. Uh, outside of that, though, I mean, Ring of Honor. I mean, Ring of Honor didn't have that shit going on. Is that where they came from? They did, yeah. Yeah, I but mean, we don't know how they were. We don't know how yeah, they were up there. Or anything. Yeah, so I'm sure outside of that, it would have been a a different uh, circumstance. Is that what I'm looking? Yeah, for? I feel you like, see what I'm saying. Yeah, I feel like in Ring of Honor, like the, the those guys are there and they're two big badasses, but it's like actual competitive matches. Yeah, it's not like in WWE where you have these monsters and all they are is ninety percent squash matches. Yeah, that's uh, that's yeah. a perfect way to put it. Yeah. All the fucking squash matches. Yeah. Like I need more of those. So next we have EC3 versus Velveteen Dream. Dude, how about Velveteen Dream's ass said, call me up, Vince? That was pretty funny. Yeah, that, it was, that was good. I, dude, I couldn't figure out what it was saying for for uh, like 30 seconds, and I was getting really annoyed. Well, firstly, I'm very experienced at looking at guys' asses. Second of all, it was the first thing I looked at is the guy's ass, so I was zoomed in on what it said. You win. I like guys' asses. Um, 
there was a really sweet uh, twisting DDT on the ramp uh, in, in the match at some point, which was really cool. It was kind of like a Sister Abigail almost. Um, it, was sold, uh, it sold it really well. Dude, EC3 doesn't seem very over to me, and I contribute this to the fact that he isn't a heel. Like, when I watch TNA, he is an amazing heel. He's sure. really fucking good at being a heel. And he definitely wasn't a heel in this match. He seemed like he was kind of a heel when he started, but he was not acting like a heel in this match so at you, all. you've seen some of his TNA matches then? Yeah, I loved him in TNA. When but, did the uh, fuck did you watch TNA? This is news to me. I watched it for like six months before I started watching WWE again when I got back into wrestling. When, whenever, whenever I gave you the application to 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 fucking be my friend, I, this wasn't under your former lovers. Well, dude, there was category. so much I had to fill out with like all kinds of other things. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. know what that means. Um, there was a. Uh, Dream Valley Driver on the apron, which was really cool and dangerous. He fucking basically did a Death Valley Driver and landed and did a fucking flip, which was insane. And uh, Velveteen Dream won by pinfall. One by pinfall. We need to pause this because I need to get a. Uh, how do you? What do you? I press. Just hit the X. Save done, right? Yeah. We did it. Uh, we left off talking about the uh, the EC3 Velveteen Dream match. Yeah, he, Velveteen Dream won by a pinfall. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I like uh, Velveteen Dream a lot. Yeah, I'm a big fan of him, too. I'd, I'd come back just for him. I, he's definitely he's definitely top five in uh, NXT for me, of people mm-hmm. I, I'd like there. You know who I don't give a fuck about? Who? Matt Riddle. Dude, Matt Riddle was in the crowd. So, wasn't that cool? He, he was. He, they, they were chanting "bro." From what I hear, he's like a he. Uh, who was it? Ring of Honor passed on him because, or maybe it was New Japan. New Japan a few years ago. Yeah, it was New Japan a, a few years ago. Apparently, had an issue uh, where they they chose not to go with him and they went with uh, uh, the the one dude who fought uh, Pentagon Junior in that. That impact match, I can't remember his name. Oh, Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan. Okay. Yeah, because they they got Sammy Callahan for a few years, but they were choosing between Sammy Callahan and Matt Riddle, and I guess Matt Riddle had a bit of a bit of a, a weed smoking problem. Yeah, you know, it, that's that's forbidden in Japan. In Japan, that's bad. It's very bad. I'm surprised we're even looking at him when it's in this recent when they were talking about it, it was either going to be New Japan or. WWE, I'm surprised they're even, like, interested. I, I thought Ring of Honor was the other one. No, it was New Japan. Okay. Um, all right, next we have next up we have Adam Cole versus Ricochet. On paper, it looks to be, like, an amazing fucking match. Just those two guys. I was pretty pumped. Dude, so the one spot in this fucking match, Ricochet does a springboard moonsault. And in, in midair, when he's completely upside down... Adam Cole super kicks him right in the fucking head and nailed him. Dude, I have seen so Dude. many, so many fucking memes made out of that image. The so timing far. was insane and it looked amazing. Like it was perfect. Yeah, dude, I I I had to watch that one a few times. That, yeah. that was a good fucking, good fucking move. I mean, do you think how bad do you think that hurt? 
I don't know. I can't tell anymore with these super kicks. And sometimes it looks like they kill them. Yeah. But they always seem fine afterwards. So I can't tell. They're doing their job, man. They're tricking us. They're tricking us. Uh, Ricochet hit a reverse Hurricane Ron that looked like it killed Cole. Dropped him right on his head. Poor little Cole. Mm-hmm. A little buddy. Um, this is a pretty cool spot. I think they've done this in New Japan a couple. I think El Desperado, or not, a, but um, Dragon Lee does this. Cole was standing on the apron and Ricochet, Ricochet jumped from the inside over the ropes and Hurricane rotted him off the apron, which was pretty cool. Okay. Um, and Ricochet won by pinfall and is the new North American champion. Dude, this got spoiled for me. I was, I, I, I fucked up. What'd you do? I was just scrolling through through Reddit and it wasn't. I didn't even have it set to a wrestling Reddit and I just saw a picture of Triple H standing there with uh, Ricochet holding the belt. I'm like, fuck. Oh man. Yeah, I've purposely not even gone on Starcast's fucking Twitter until I watch the three Ring of Honor shows because I want to know who wins the tournament and who fights Jay Lethal on the third night. I have no, I do not want it to be ruined. I haven't seen anything online yet. Good. So, uh, the next note I have here is how I I kind of got depressed at this point in the show, um, because as I'm watching, I'm like, all these guys are so awesome, and they're all gonna get called up, and they're all gonna get ruined. Yeah. And it's just such a bummer. Dude, that, I'm kind of looking at it this way. It's like, you, you kind of have to watch it because it's like their last hurrah not sucking. Yeah, it's dude, it's like the bachelor party before you get married, man. NXT <laughs> is the stripper that you get to fuck before you get a WWE. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just... And it just blows my mind that they can just ruin so many great talents, dude. I don't dude, know, man. Finn Balor has become nothing, and that dude was over, yeah. like, fucking... Wait, 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 he over, was like, over like Grover. Grover, dude. I like Grover. I'm a Sesame he Street He was guy. over like, like Grover Cleveland. We watched Sesame Street in my fucking house. We watched Sesame Street here, to get together, <laughs> at my house, in the car. What? <laughs> hey. I have a migraine. Leave me alone, you dickhole. <laughs> Dave's a little off right now, so yeah. excuse him. <laughs> Stroking my dick as we... Uh, Shane, the next match we have is Shayna Baszler-Baszler. Shayna Baszler versus... Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane. Yeah, I wasn't sure how to spell that when I was texting you. Either of them. They're both fucking hard to spell. They, they could go either way with any of the names. Shayna Baszler. Um, <laughs> so some of the stuff... That, did you notice that Baszler was doing to Sane's, Zane, Sane's foot like... Looks so brutal, like like yeah. the twisting and shit. I, I was like, trying to think about that. I'm like, maybe her. Uh, here's what I concluded. And I think we're gonna be on the same page. Is that going. her shoe was slightly off? That's what I was thinking. Okay. Because as I'm watching, I started twisting my own foot, and I'm, I'm like, like, it's not working. My foot doesn't go that I way. I know. Like even like her leg, like it. Lo- and then the part where she put her foot like this and just stomped on it. Yeah. Like it looks so brutal. And the thing that I didn't like about it was like. Sane sold it for like a minute, but like that should have been something where it happened towards the end where she barely moves at all because she should have been walking. She was right. run, she's running and walking just fine in like two minutes, you know what I mean? Yeah, it did. It, even the announcer is like, I don't know how she's able to do that after that. I'm like, yeah. whenever I hear the announcer say that, and, and no matter what match, I'm like, man, they, they re- that really means that the fucking wrestler should be selling it more. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, because it, it looked real. Because I was watching, I was like, how is she doing this? I know she's not really breaking her foot, but damn. Um, the match had a really good sequence leading up to the finish, which I liked. Um, this, the, To me, this match, was I surprisingly enjoyed this match. I, I like this match a lot. Yeah, this, I thought it was really good. This was on par with the rest of the matches. It, it catches you off guard because a lot of... Uh, these women's matches, like just like the the connections not there, the, there's no chemistry, 
and and it just looks rough, like like they had no practice doing the moves yeah. or anything. Yeah. And this one looked really fucking solid. This is probably one of the best women's matches I've ever seen. Dude, what you're saying, I noticed a lot, and I'll get to it whenever we do cover SummerSlam, throughout the whole show on SummerSlam. But yeah, yeah the, the insane one by pinfall, and is the new women's champion, which I wasn't expecting her to win. No. So it was a cool surprise. Yeah. Um, and then we... Uh, Wait, we... did you... <laughs> I don't... I don't think you caught you would have caught this, but there was a gif of uh uh what's her name when she was ringside saying saying she's not a real pirate that wheel does nothing. Uh, Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, so she's <laughs> really funny. Yeah, that's something that Ronda Rousey would say. Probably I mean, she too. was smiling when she said it was, it was all in good fun, but dude, Ronda Rousey's two friends were pretty fucking hot. Mm-hmm. The three of them. Uh... Dude, Ronda Rousey's looking scary nowadays. Dude, she looked rough on SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. But that fucking her makeup—it it was so stupid. It looked, it looked dumb. The it black, was stupid. black Swan or whatever makeup. Yeah. Uh, next, we got to uh, the greatest line of the night, where uh, in regards to the main event, Marwanala says, "All I can say is, Mama Mia, here we go again." Mama Mia, who's your daddy? Wait, Dude, that's some of you. I fucked up. I want to meet him and like just tell him how horrible I think he is, <laughs> and be like, "Dude." You're the reason I don't watch NXT anymore. You. It's solely him. It really is solely him. Like, I could get past the other two. two. Well, I don't have an issue with the other two dudes. I just feel like his his presence is so fucking overwhelming that it's hard for them to do their job. Yeah, he's bad. And now you know what we have next? Our main event. Mamma Mia 2? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mamma Mia 3. That movie's going to be great. Cher. That movie's going to be so good if Cher's in it. (laughs) I love Cher. Dude, she's so hot. Yeah, why'd you have to think about it? She's gorgeous. <laughs> she's ugly. Uh, next we have Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa in a last man standing match. And I was a little skeptical because I don't think I've ever seen a last man standing match where I'm like, damn, that was a good last man standing match. Because it's a whole lot of just, all right, wait for the 10 count. Yeah, I think you texted, did you text me before? You're like, uh, I think you said, oh no, it's a last man standing match. I think I did, yeah. But the thing that they did in this to make it better was in most last man standing matches, there's a ton of spots where there's a move done, and then you stop and wait for the 10 count. Like someone does a move, they stand there and they wait to get the win. In this one, a lot of the 10 counts were just kind of during action, or like during spots where they were just both beating each other up and they were both laying there for a minute. So they worked it out so it wasn't it wasn't as it didn't take you out of it as much to sit there and be like, all right, time to wait now. You know what I mean? Dude, so I, I thought they did a good job with that. I fucking love this match. Dude, Trompa came out to no music again with just be- just booze, which I love. I love how that's his thing. I know, I think that's so great. The crowd chanted Mama Mia and I contemplated never watching they wrestling did? again. Yeah. It was very upsetting. I think I texted you. Oh, well, no, maybe not. It was very I was upsetting. trying to figure out what the crowd was texting. Uh, oh, no, that was during the SummerSlam. Never mind. Um, dude, how, I thought this was really cool. Ciampa pulled up the ring canvas and the padding and exposed, like, all the boards. I have always wondered probably, what... You just asked me, I like, literally, two days ago. I literally just asked you, like, how that fucking works. And they here's fucking Ciampa. Dude, I can refer anyone. Anyone who ever asked me... What, what what do you think it looks like? I'm like, watch this fucking match with Ciampa, and he, Ciampa will show you what the yeah. fuck that ring looks like. Dude, whenever it happened, I went to text you. All your questions about the ring have been answered, but you hadn't watched it. So <laughs> I was like, I don't want to spoil it, so I didn't. But And, and plus, it, it, it was just a great visual, too. Like, yeah. it looks so cool to see that. Um, 
And then another thing that was really cool at one point, whenever they're outside the ring, and uh, I think they're near. I think after they destroyed the one table, Chomba just doesn't move to Gargano and loses it and starts fucking throwing everything on him, including some fucking geek ring guy that's there, and just start tossing all this shit on Gargano, which I thought was a really cool visual, just covering him with shit everywhere. They destroyed so much shit in this match, dude. Yeah. Like barriers, tables, the yeah. ring. It was great. You know how I love my fucking bookends, right? Yeah, yeah. Should I wait until to talk about the ending until you're done, or? Yeah, if it's a bookend, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll bookend it with All right. it. Right. Um, the super kicks that uh, Gargano gave the Champa when he was handcuffed, I thought were just insane. Did I tell you about your phone? Hold on, dude. No, we're we're good. Okay. Oh yeah. I'm um, sorry about my phone. Um, since I was saying <laughs> the uh, the super kicks that Champa took from Gargano when he was handcuffed. I thought he was going to kill him, dude. Yeah. His head was like right against that fucking wall thing or whatever, and he was just nailing him in the head. I was like, you're going to kill Ciampa. Um, I really fucking liked the talking between them when Ciampa just kept going, dude, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry, and he kept apologizing. Yeah. I thought that was so well done. It added to the drama. And for a moment, Gargano's like sitting there thinking about I was like, this is so good. I thought that was so fucking well Dude, done. I'm going to compare this to the Star Wars for a second and it, with my prediction. Uh-oh. Do you, oh, do you think down the road they're going to have redemption for Ciampa? Like, Gargano's going to be put in a real fucking tough situation and Ciampa's going to come out of nowhere to... to, to I mean, they could. I could definitely Ciampa. see them do it. I yeah. could definitely see them do it. He'll have his own Vader moment. I mean, because Ciampa, like... I feel like with... Especially with that moment of what you're seeing happen. I mean, granted, Trompa could be doing it because he's a little bitch and being a pussy just wants him to stop. Sure. But there could also be some, like, you know, genuine, hidden, like... Hidden truth to it. Yeah, and, like, it could be something where you find out Trompa's his motivation and, you know, they could always always turn him back. Um, I love the irony of the ending where he handcuffed Ciampa and it actually helped Ciampa win. Yeah, dude, that's... Which I what, thought was cool. That's exactly what I was talking about, the fucking book ending, because they earlier in the match, they set up him rolling out to to, to break the count. Yeah. And then they that's how they fucking end the match. Yeah, and like the handcuffs just held him up. I thought that was really well done. So Ciampa won and he's still the champ. It was a great fucking match. Really loved it. These guys even, have always had great matches. Dude, even the commentator kind of helps sell, sell whenever... It's a fucking compliment towards the commentary. That's Helps, helps sell whenever he rolled out of the ring initially, saying that was a a, a genius move, the, so, a different strategy of getting down. It was the only. Off. It was the only good thing the commentators did. <clears throat> the only good thing those commentators did in the whole. Oh, the whole right. Long. Oh, that was weird. Are you making fun of me? No. Yeah. Okay, good. Oh. <laughs> So that was it, man. That's it for NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4. All right. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter, at BreakRoomBS1. That's the number one. Uh, Instagram, at BreakRoomBS. Our did YouTube page, BreakRoomBS. Did you kick ass on Instagram? Uh, I, I'm here and there. All the funny ones I do, but the rest are Gable, and he does a good job. <laughs> what does that mean? I, I don't know. Um. Where else can they follow us? And then we're on just about every podcasting platform. If yeah, you're... yeah. Yeah. And you can follow the link to donate if you want. We're going to be... Uh, there's been high demand for a place that anyone can try to send us some fan mail. Like this is 1920 or maybe a care package, which you can't send through an email. But we'll give out some information yeah. on that soon. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just look look out for our Summer Slam uh, mini episode that should be uploading just about the same time yeah. as this. So nice companion um, piece. That's a good word. That's a good term, right? A companion. Yeah, piece. for sure. For sure. You're making fun of me. No, no, no. no. I agree. Okay, good. Companion. Okay, good. Yeah. And com- comment everywhere. Yes. Yeah. And we love goodbye and good night. Uh, Jen Rosen's the best. Thank you. Yeah.